Hello and welcome to the pod. I am Taylor. And I'm Ethan. And this is You Must Be Bored. Episode four. Go. Let's get it. <laughs> Even though we've, we've been kind of slacking on the whole recording thing, Taylor. No, we, we've been doing research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been, we've been Busy in the, the lab, lab, as they say. <laughs> yeah. Been Busy in the lab, the lab about how to make a better product. So really in all actuality is we went to Colorado and it kind of derailed all of our schedules. <laughs> so. but, now, but now we're back. Well, and we're back. That's back right. on it. That's right. Have what we got going on? Have we recorded since we went to Colorado? I don't think so. I don't think we have either. Because I know the episode three, we recorded that prior to flying out. It's probably so. been what, like a month? <laughs> it's been a hot minute. That's good. To summarize the trip, we made it back without injury, which is good. Thank goodness. Right? It was yes. pretty awesome out there. It was uh, beautiful. One we, of the days, it was a blizzard. Yeah, we we essentially skied in a blizzard. No big deal. Um, And no, it was a great time. Skiing is probably one of my favorite things to do. So, I do uh, love it. You are a lot quicker down the mountain than I am, though. Well, I've also skied much more than you have. Fair point. Like, don't sell yourself short. Like, you know, the only reason I ski fast is because I do it every year. Fair. And you've probably done it half the amount of as I have. So, come on, dude. You're pretty good. I don't think I – well, okay. So, I didn't fall on accident at all the entire trip, which was progress for me. Uh, but we took the ladies on the bunny slope to get the – Get the wheels going. Just get some some trips down a slope under their belt so we could try and get them on the greens. And my lady was having a hard time getting up after falling, which to her credit, it is tough to get up with skis on. It's hard. And we we're on the bunny slope. And I was like, you know what? I'll just show you how to get up. So I purposely just fall over. And the bunny slope is essentially flat ground. Like it's not really that steep at all. Which actually makes getting up off the ground with your skis on way harder. So I purposely fall over and I can't get up. Like, well, maybe it wasn't you. Maybe it was the slope. And we go on. But I think you and you and Liz were in line to come back up and you, you looked up and yeah. I was on the ground and you're like, uh oh. Well, because it was kind of hard, especially you, that first day is just feeling everything out. Because the ladies, they wanted to ski. Um, and backstory, my lady has tried to ski. I gotta cop, I, I can't refer to her as my lady the entire time. Liz, it just lady. sounds weird to me. Um, Liz <laughs> has tried to ski in the past and it wasn't the best experience. And so it was just a big step to get skis on her feet again. Yep. And so I was really nervous that she wasn't going to have a good time. And then it was just the, the future of her skiing would would be shot at that point. So <laughs> this was the last the last straw. When you know when we got there, I was like, all right, how do we do this? And so we kind of made the agreement of we're just going to spend the first half of the first day essentially just staying with the with the girls, making sure that they have their feet under them, literally and figuratively. Um, <laughs> and essentially just kind of be there to coach them because we're both good enough skiers to essentially give pointers and kind of be able to tell what they're doing wrong. Um, 
So that was the whole first day, and it ended up going better than expected. So that's I all. think both of them honestly did pretty well. Oh, for sure. They both, for I sure. think, went down the green slopes twice. And the second day, which we went to a bigger uh, ski resort the second day, uh, but they were both like, man, I kind of wish I was skiing today. So that's, that's a right. giant win. That is a, that's right. a win. That is right. Um, so, yeah, that was Colorado. Uh, can I can I say tell you the story of what happened walking Raven the other day that made Absolutely. me mad? And it, it's not it's not the pooping on the sidewalk thing. Um, We're always welcome to circle back to that. I I get really frustrated whenever people have no control over their dog. Uh, do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, it puts you in a re- really bad position. Well, so. There, there's this person in our neighborhood who has these two huge dogs. Um, and it is very obvious. We pass them every now and then. She tries to walk them at the same time. They're both pullers. And so, I mean, it, it looks like a train wreck every time she's trying to walk them. And on the inside, I'm just like, just walk them one at a time. If you can't control your dogs, just walk them one at a time. And so I'm walking past him with Raven. Raven does a pretty good job of just pretty much ignoring other dogs on the other side of the street. But we're walking past, and all of a sudden I see these dogs start going nuts. And I'm like, oh, crap. So I just kind of, like, keep my head forward. I'm on the other side of the street. And then all of a sudden out of, like, my peripheral, I can see her, like, chasing one of the dogs around the yard. That she's walking in front of, I'll look over and the dog had gotten off the leash because they were tugging and pulling so hard trying to come after Raven. And the dog sprints across the street. Raven just kind of looks and she like pins her ears back. She was scared because it was a big dog. Yeah. And, you know, the dog comes up and they start sniffing. And then all of a sudden the dog wasn't sniffing anymore. (laughs) Um, It was... Not, I don't want to say biting Raven, but there was a lot of teeth being shown. Yeah. And essentially, like, the lady is, like, coming over, like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry, blah, 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 blah. And I just kind of looked at her, and I was just, I was pretty mad. I was just, like, get your dog. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's like, one of the, get the your scenarios dog. when someone's, like, I'm so sorry. Usually it's, like, I try to sympathize, but whenever it's that or someone just lets their dog out, Knowing that it's probably like if it sees a dog, it's going to go over there. I don't they understand. Say, they say sorry, and it's like I don't care. Just well, I don't care, and it's obvious you struggle with your dogs. Yeah. So figure out a different system. I don't want your dog running across and all of a sudden start to try to bite Raven. Yeah. We're not doing this. And so like, but she's running over. I'm so sorry. So I grab the dog's leash and I'm like, it is, it, it has a choke collar on, which is interesting and so i'm like holding the dog up like by its neck almost i was so mad and i'm just like handing the dog over to her just take your dog and keep walking but anyway this was it was just kind of threw off the whole vibe of the walk because i enjoy my walks with raven but usually it's a nice serene experience and then we, we have other people in our neighborhood who have fenced in backyards 
who will let their dogs out to use the restroom in the front yard with no leash. And then every time we walk by, the dogs run across the street to come check out Raven, and they're running across like, oh, my gosh, hi, hi, they don't bite. I'm just like, why are you letting your dogs out front? Yeah, and that (laughs) one, like, even if their dog was well-behaved, part of the thing is you don't know how other people's dogs are. Oh, for sure. And I love dogs, man. I I love puppies, you know, and so it takes a lot. I, I, I understand if it's an accident, you know, but in this particular case, I've walked past this lady several times and she just can't control her dogs and she does nothing different. Yeah. And I just I reached a level of frustration. Yeah, that dog ran over. I grabbed his leash and I just like was essentially leading it back across the street to this woman. <laughs> Meanwhile, Raven's like, what is going on? <laughs> just, Dad, you leaving um, me? It was, it was crazy though. Um, so that was, that was my, my walk story. Uh, I, I was none too pleased. Yeah. With that what are your thoughts on, on dog park? Um, we don't really take Raven to a dog park anymore. Um, because every time we go, it just takes one bad experience, right? And so you go there and if there's one bad dog who can't control themselves, it ruins the whole experience for everybody. Yep. And so we just don't Which even can carry deal over with it for your dog. Yeah, we just don't even deal with it anymore. I used to take um, Bella all the time and it did help. Like she definitely goes out and sprints. Uh but it got to a point where the only time I like really enjoyed and didn't worry was when we were there with minimal other dogs because Bella would still sprint around. She'd still like get energy out, but it, it just is not fun when there's a ton of dogs. So I think whenever it starts to get warmer out, I think I'm going to start trying to take uh, the two dogs, Bella and Nala to the dog park, but like before other dogs get there. Yeah. So they can still run around, explore, but not worry about having to, Either Bella and Nala worrying about how they react or worrying about how other people's dogs act. Right. I, we we always just get weirded out by the other dogs. We, I don't know. It, like I said, it just takes one bad egg to ruin everything. Yep. And there's always there's always one dog at the dog park who is humping every single four-legged creature there. Well, that and, you know, I'm I'm pretty aware of the difference between playing and biting bully (laughs) yeah and but some people aren't so i mean you also have the case of you have these really overprotective dog owners which first of all if you're super overprotective probably wouldn't take my dog to a dog park agree you know what i'm saying and so you know they're over there and you know dogs could be very clearly playing in my eyes which involves some tussling you know, but there's they're not going after each other. There, there. I think there's a huge difference. But these overprotective dog parents see their dog playing with another dog, and they're like, "Oh my god, help, help! Like, <laughs> whose dog is this?" And everybody's like, "Chill out." They're playing it's a dog. And so, I worked at uh, doggy daycare, Dogtopia. Yeah. Oh, I and that. it was. In my eyes, well, it was right when I got Bella, so she was a puppy, and I knew I needed to make some extra money, and I couldn't leave her home for, you know, six hours at a time. So I worked there, and it ended up being perfect. Like, she got pretty sociable with other dogs, 
But one of the things that was really tough there was distinguishing when dogs were playing versus about to fight. Because yeah. some dogs, they are just, it sounds awful. Like they're snarling, they're growling, they're very vocal when they're playing. But they're right. like, their tail will be wagging. And so it got, it was very interesting learning to look at like whether a dog is playing or whether they're about to like mess the other dog up. Yeah, when it's, there's actual, you know, harm that they're trying to inflict on each other. Yeah. At that, this is a little side, side story. Uh, there was this one, it was this, is English Bulldog the, the bigger one? Yes. English Bulldog. And he, (laughs) I mean, he was really sweet to, to like people, but so when you walk in the rooms, basically the two walls are lined with crates so that whenever it's nap time or it's feeding time, you put everyone in the crates and that's where they go. And all the crates, it's like the metal crates and then the bottom, it has that like plastic tray. And right. this little English bulldog, like he would walk in the front door and I would immediately be like, please don't come into my room because there were a couple of <laughs> because he would come in and immediately start taking out the plastic trays. So he would oh just take gosh. them out, like shake them around and then throw them and move on to the next cage. And it was like a tornado hitting the room. And it got like, you can't, if you went to take it from him, he was not letting go. Like you could have picked him up off the ground, holding on to it. And so he'd come in like, please, 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 please go to a different room. And I forget. I, I wish Valentine, his name was Valentine. And he was a, <laughs> He was a demon. <laughs> uh, do you take Bella and Nala to daycare now? Or um, no. I think Bella, usually we drop them off at one of our parents. Yeah. Um, and I think Bella would like daycare. I think Nala, well, maybe Nala would like it. I'm not sure. You all take Raven, though, right? Every now and then we'll... Well, especially if we're on a trip, we will definitely take her to her kennel. Shout out Paula Day Inn. They're awesome. Um, she loves it there. You know, whenever whenever we pull up and Raven sees where we are, she goes nutso. She's so excited. She's like, she'll sit in the lobby and she'll, she's so cute. She'll sit in the lobby and she'll wait her turn just like very anxiously. She'll like sit there and she'll like whimper and her tail's wiggling and they'll be like, all right, Raven, it's time to go back. And she's like, oh my God. You know <laughs> so we're, we're very thankful that we have a kennel that the, our dog actually enjoys going to. Oh, they're yeah. your dogs. I'm going to meet myself. <laughs> you, you keep going. Okay. So Liz and I would definitely spring for the daycare route every now and then. Just almost solely for the purpose of wearing her out, because I do I do take Raven on daily walks pretty much every night. But there's just something about the daycare exercise that she gets that really wears her out and it'll knock her out for a few days. So I think it's good from an exercise standpoint. She gets to socialize with other dogs, which she doesn't really get to do here. And we're back. Uh <laughs> After Taylor had to take care of, while we were talking about our dogs, uh, his dog started going ballistic and had to take care of a situation. It was a code red. There it was, was a, code red. So a at, dog walking by the house. <laughs> so if they're, I'm not very good at editing the pod. So if this seems very 
a very like a very abrupt transition. Um, that's what happened. We had to pause because there was a code red with the dogs as we were talking about the dogs. They knew it. So anyway, would you so, like to move into our Mount Rushmore? Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. We won't okay, get to the pump, Mount Rushmore. Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. I was uh, excited. We don't do. I am excited about the Mount Rushmore too, but. Um, I feel like we should continue our trivia segment. So, mm. my so favorite you segment. give a question to me, I give a question to you, and we'll just see what happens. You know, it's just I think it's pretty pretty fun. Uh, we we did not win trivia this past week, um, and I feel was like it close. It was very close. Um, I feel like, you know. We are being, we should be looked on favorably upon in terms of karma now because we got to the end and it was the wager question and we weren't super confident in our answers. So we, we only wagered like half the points and, um, just enough points to essentially, if we win, if we, if we got the question right, we would have a shot of winning. We were second going into the wager, wager round. But if we missed it, we would still get second, as long as all the other teams. So that's a pretty sizable lead. Well, no, it it was with the caveat of the other teams would also miss it because it was a hard question. It was the the question was, uh, can you name two of the three Shakespeare plays that feature two of the characters' names? So Romeo and Juliet is obviously one of them, right? So you just had to name one other. And it was super hard, man. We were what just sitting it? there. Um, so Liz pulled out of her brain uh, Cleopatra and Mark Anthony, which is the title of that play, which I did not realize. Because the only other Shakespeare plays I really knew were like Hamlet yeah. and <laughs> Othello. And I'm like, well, those are only one. <laughs> you know, so it's just uh, we, we we just could not. We just weren't very confident because Liz was like, well, I definitely know these are two characters in a Shakespeare play, but I don't remember if it's the actual title of the play is just their names. Did it and end so, up hitting? Huh? Did it end up hitting? It did. Uh, yes, we ended up getting it right, but the MC misread like how many points we wagered. We oh. just assumed we wagered the maximum. And she was like, all right, in first place we have – Big quiz energy, and we're sitting there like, uh, yay. And then we just kind of all looked at each other, and we were like, we should tell them. And so we are like, hey, man, we actually only wagered 10 points. And he looked at us, he's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, you all did. Thank you for being honest. So Did you all still get a prize? No. We were, we were thinking since due to our honesty, we would get some sort of consolation prize. But uh, that, that did not fair. end up happening. So not too mad about it. It's whatever. It seems like finding a wallet with like a million dollars and you return it. Like, right. Well, thanks. Bye. <laughs> but anyway, so let, let's do let's do more trivia and then we'll get into our Mount Rushmore of fast food restaurants. OK, so do you want to go first or me? As in, do you want me to? Ask you your question first. Let's just get that out of the way. Let's do this. Okay. So going along with the theme of fast food, 
we're going to discuss the top 10 fast food chains in the world in terms of locations. Okay, you tracking? Sure. So the top three fast food chains in the world. I have a theme with my questions, if you haven't realized. I like the top ten lists. You do. And I'll give you the top three, which are the most obvious, and I need you to fill out the rest of the top ten. So the top three are McDonald's, Subway, and Starbucks. Can you round out the top ten? Subway is kind of surprising. Maybe. Subway's number two, man. They've um, got locations everywhere. So this is fast food? Yes. I'm just going to shoot out the other coffee. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts? Dunkin' is number eight. Okay. Dunkin', let's go... Wendy's? No. Uh, Taco Bell? No. Very popular in America, but not worldwide, those two. Uh, let's see. Oh, no. You got the, it, dude. The panic. Fast food. This is bad, because I, before, because I knew we were doing our Mount Rushmore fast food, so I looked at literally a bunch of fast food chains, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Popeyes? No. Chipotle? No. Five Guys? No. Okay, come on, man. Here, let's pause for a second. Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. We're talking worldwide. Worldwide. So think about fast food chains here in America who that are you will also know is very popular in, like, China and uh, England and just pretty much everywhere else, okay? You're acting like that's going to help me. I, I'm just – there should there is a fairly obvious one that uh, let's go Pizza Hut or Domino's. Okay, Pizza Hut's number six. Domino's is number seven. Let's see, Pizza Hut, Domino's, uh, Burger King, Burger King's number five. KFC, KFC's number four. There you go. <laughs> I panic when I hear trivia questions. So number nine and number ten are kind of tough. Number ten's really tough. I wouldn't have guessed number ten. Is it food or is it like coffee? Mm, it's food. One of them's food. One of them's kind of a dessert place. Dessert. Uh, would that be like Baskin Robbins? You're on the right track, but no. Um, a different kind of dessert. Cheesecake Factory? No. Think of, think the fried dough variety. Krispy Kreme? There you go. Number nine is Krispy Kreme. All right, number ten is really tough, and I'll, I'll give you the hint of it's a pizza place. And I got, what, Domino's and Pizza Hut? Papa John's, probably? No, so you you have to think. I I would have never guessed this place. I want you to think about. Don't think about standalone locations for this pizza place, but 
it might be attached to an existing establishment, if that makes sense. Uh, Sabaro? So let's say I go fuel up at the uh, Minute Mart to put fuel in my truck. This place might be offered within the Minute Mart. Uh... It's a pizza place. The the picture that you are painting is familiar. It's actually the official pizza at Rupp Arena, I think. I don't think I've been to a game in like three years. You I'm more this. of the ice cream guy. I'll say it and you'll be like, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's it's see. tough, man. Quiznos? That, no, that's not a pizza place. <laughs> The official pizza of Rupp Arena. I believe it is. I think it's headquartered in Nashville, actually. Do give you me, give up? Hold on, give me one sec. Well, sure, I'll give up. All right, it's Hunt Brothers Pizza. Uh, okay, I'm glad I gave up. I would have never... Oh, really? You've not, have you, You've heard of Hunt Brothers, right? Yes, but I would have never... It's essentially, and I saw that, I was like, there's no way that it's bigger than Papa John's or, you know, even Jets or another pizza place like that. Is it mainly because of the gas stations? Yes. And so I got to thinking, and I'm like, you know what? Pretty much every gas station, especially in rural America, has a Hunt Brothers in the gas station. It's like the Dollar General of pizza. I mean, so. I don't know that I have to have like a slice of it at some point. Oh, you definitely have. You definitely have. Anytime you've gotten like a piece of pizza from a gas station or a Minute Mart or any any establishment along those lines, it's probably a Hunt Brothers pizza slice. I just feel like I, I don't think I usually get pizza slices at gas stations. I have to be really unless hungry. I see them like bring the pizza out. Right. Set it on the on the display. Like, How we long actually, has it been there? We we have a Hunt Brothers that's attached to a gas station near our house, and I'm not gonna lie. Every time I've gotten a piece of it, it's pretty good. <laughs> so I'm Pizza's I'm not a hard on the Hunt up. Brothers. Yeah, it is. It is. Have you tried? Have you seen where Papa John's has come out with the new uh, Parmesan uh dough or something like that where they bake the bottom of the pizza and it's got a layer of parmesan cheese i'm I'm looking it up right now apparently it's a game changer because i'm not a huge papa john's fan but i know of someone recently who had it and he's like dude it's so much better than the regular papa john's so it's like the bottom surface of the pizza correct so it makes it just a little crispier you know because papa john's at least I haven't had Papa John's in probably four years, but it's it's really floppy pizza. This makes it more have more structure. So I need uh, to try it. That sounds delicious. I'm gonna yeah. try that. I'm actually I like Papa John's. I think that the crust is a little lackluster, but I I do enjoy uh, Papa I John's. I do. I love their I love their garlic sauce. I mean, oh my goodness, that's a game changer. We, I used to. Absolutely love the garlic sauce. Weirdly, recently, I know it's dumb because it's 
literally garlic sauce. It's just been tasting extra garlicky recently. Yeah. I just haven't had it in a long time, but I remember the, the garlic carrying Papa John's. They had but pretty good pepperonis. Anyway, you didn't do too bad on that one. I had a rough start. It, it was a rough start. Whenever I heard Popeyes, I was like, you said Popeyes before KFC. <laughs> I think Subway <laughs> threw me off a little bit, which that one now makes sense. But initially, I think that threw me off. Subway's everywhere, man. I know. Italian herbs and cheese. Mm. Or Italian BMT on Italian herbs and cheese. It's good stuff, man. Undefeated. It's good stuff. All right. Give me mine. Okay. So we're going to go with an NFL trivia. Love it. So do you want me to just start out? I'm going to give you an option here. Do you want me to just say all of like, what are the division winners in, in NFL, or do you want me to name a division and see, have you pull it out? And we can do a couple of divisions. Um, oh, oh, gosh. Um, so I had the option between winners and just naming the teams? Um, so I'm going to have you – I think I'm going to have you name the winner of the division and last okay. place in the division. And, and last place? Oh, God. Okay, that's fine. I think I'm going to add that one. Um, that's fine. So do you want me to just name a random division, or do you want to go through divisions on your own? Uh, n- you name the division. I'll give the winners or attempt to. Okay. So let's start out with the AFC East. The AFC East is that's that's the so it's the it would be the Bills. Okay. Because I know the Patriots are in that league, and the loser has to be the Jets. Correct. All right. The Bills boom. were thirteen and three. The Jets were seven and ten. Boom. All right, let's go to the AFC North. Why am I blanking on who's in the AFC North? Oh, that's the that's the it's the Bengals. They won. Okay. And oh, who came in last? Who is all in that? It's got to be the Browns or the Steelers, right? Unfortunately, the Steelers are in that. This year, and that kind of, who had a worse record, man? I'm gonna say uh, the Browns were in last place in that division. The Browns were in last place at seven and ten. The Steelers were it. nine and eight. There we go. Okay, and the cool. Bengals won the division at twelve and four. Cool, cool, um, cool. Staying in the AFC. Well, okay. no, let's switch to NFC. We're gonna go NFC. Okay. Let's go NFC West. 49ers. Okay. And last place was... So it's the 49ers, Seahawks. Who else is out there? Cardinals? They were pretty bad. They run the division. Oh, but you know what? The Broncos were really bad, too. But are they NFC or AFC? Oh, no. This is bad, man. Oh, you know what? Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Are the Rams in the NFC, or am I making? Am I going? Oh, I know you can't answer that because the Rams were really bad. I'm gonna go with the Rams. I think no, 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 no. Pause. It's not. <laughs> they're in the AFC. They got to be right. I'm drinking Cardinals. my water. Cardinals. 
the final, final answer? answer? Yeah, for the loser. So the Rams are in the NFC, and they are in the NFC West. But the Cardinals had the worst record in that division. Oh, are you serious? For, I thought the Rams were definitely had a worse record than them. It was close. The Cardinals were 4-13, and 13, and the Rams were 5-12. and 12. And the 49ers won that division 13-4. Okay. and four. That The NFC West going into the season was supposed to be just like this absolute powerhouse of the division. Yeah. And the Rams and Cardinals both kind of laid an egg. Right. Winning percentage of 250. Um, let's do another one in the NFC. Let's go okay. NFC South. Oh, that's the – oh, my gosh. I, I, the only reason I know these teams are because they all were super bad. Yeah, this is a fairly weak division. Well, so I know it was Brady. Brady won it because they were in the playoffs with the Bucks. Um. Oh, dang, dude. So it's the Panthers, the Saints, and who's the other mediocre team in that division? Do you want me to tell you? No. No, don't tell me. Falcons. Yep, that rounds up the NFC South. So I'm trying to think of draft order. I know the Panthers just traded up, and they had the number nine pick. The Saints were pretty bad this year. But, man, the Falcons were too. But they started off hot. And the Carolina... I want to say they're all within like two games of each other. I'm going to say the Saints were last. Final answer? Yeah, that's my final answer. So you were correct with uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers being in first. Right. Just based off of win-loss record, the Panthers, Saints, and Falcons all three tied at 7-10. and 10. Oh, gosh. Okay. Now, I'm looking up. Unless you know off the top of your head, what is the – I'm looking at the standing so I can say it, but what is the tiebreaker progression? Uh, I bet the Panthers were second, uh, Falcons third, Saints fourth is my guess. So it goes Bucks, Panthers, Saints, and then in last place was Falcons. Uh, dang, I thought so, the Falcons had a better start than that. I do not remember – let's see – so in the division, the Bucks and Panthers both went four and two, and the Saints and Falcons went two and four. Let's I got see. You. I'm looking up uh, tiebreakers for the NFL. Well, I mean, it's head to head. Well, no, it, w- it would go division record first and then head to head, correct? I believe so. This list I pulled up is awful. No, it's fine. Here, let's keep plowing through, dude. We got it. I was very, I was just surprised by the NFC South. Three yeah, teams all, tied at seven and ten. They were all essentially the same, except one team had Tom Brady. I mean, that is the only division that the Bucks would have won. Oh, definitely. Yep. It's wild. Okay, let's switch to back to AFC. Okay. Uh, let's go AFC South. Okay, that was the Jags. That won, and the uh, Colts were at the bottom. Final answer? Yes. So the Jaguars are right. They won the division at 9-8. Oh, and eight. I missed the team. I think I missed and the team. And I believe that they 
at the end. Oh, of it's the, the Texans. It's the Texans. It it's the <laughs> Texans. I was like racking my brain. I don't know. I just spit out the Colts because I knew they were really bad. And they were also like, very oh, bad. Oh yeah, the Texans are also in the AFC South. So the Colts and Texans both tied. Did they tie each other? Probably. The only other two teams in the NFL to tie were the Giants and Commanders, but I don't know who tied who. I honestly don't remember. Uh, but the Texans is correct. They lost. They were in last place in the division at three thirteen and one. Yeah. And the Colts edged them out for third place in the division at four twelve and one. Love it. Um, the Texans did not win a a home game the entire year. They went oh seven and one. <laughs> road Warriors, dude. I mean, they went three and six on the road. Hey, it's not bad. Well, it's still bad, but <laughs> not as bad as their home record. That's true. All right, going back to the NF- uh, NFC. So we have, yep. I believe, this one will go AFC, and then we have one more in the NFC. Okay. Let's go NFC Beast, the NFC East. Yeah, Cowboys and last place was uh... – oh, wait, no, I'm an idiot. It, it was the Eagles – and the Commanders were at the bottom because the Cowboys and the Giants both made the playoffs. Final answer? Yes. I can't believe I almost forgot about the Eagles. Uh, that is correct. The Eagles 14-3, yeah. and three, Commanders 8-8 yep. eight and eight and 1. Uh, yep. Honestly, kind of a stacked division this year. Yeah, because the Commanders weren't too bad. They were pretty decent. Yes. Well, they I think like two years ago their defense was incredible. Yeah. And then it kind of fell off a little bit. Yeah, a little bit, but. All right, final two divisions. All right, let's, let's get go it. AFC West. Okay. So that's. Why am I blanking? Why am I blanking? It's got to be the Chargers. Wait, no, the Chiefs are in there too. So the Chiefs won that division. Last place has to be the Raiders, right? Final uh, answer. Uh, who else isn't in that division, though? Chiefs, Chargers. Are the Raiders in that division? I think so. Yeah, Chiefs and Raiders. So the Chiefs won the division at 14-3. and three. Okay. 7-1 and one at home, 7-2 and two on the road, 6-0 and oh in the division. Um, and in last place was the Denver Broncos. Oh, son of a gun! <laughs> at five and twelve, but the Raiders were slightly ahead of them at six and eleven. Much better at picking the winners than I am the losers. That probably makes sense. I also I'm <laughs> looking at a list. I don't think I would have been able to do this. I'm pretty bad with divisions at the moment. Yeah. All right, you ready for the final? All right, last NFL one. division. Yeah. We've got the NFC North. So that's so that's the Vikings, Lions, Vikings, Lions, Bears. Who else is up there? Oh, this is this is not great. The the Vikings won the division. Who 
God, I'm thinking of, I'm thinking about draft order. I'm just like, who's up north? Um, yeah, so it'd be, yeah, it'd be the Vikings and the Bears, because the Bears had the first pick. That's final answer, walk in. And that is correct. The Bears Boom. were last place, three and 14, and the Vikings were 13 and four. Boom. The Bears did not win a single game in the division. <laughs> Shocked. The Lions, surprisingly, in the NFC North, they went 5-1 and one within the division. They had the best division record. Oh, and the Vikings were total frauds. I, they, the they entire the year, it was like, I think this might be a fraudulent run. Oh, yeah, because they were Turns barely it was by. Yeah. I did appreciate, though, the videos of Kirk Cousins on the team plane. Oh, yeah, uh, with the chains. Oh, yeah, just iced yeah. up. Iced up. So, all right. Well, there you go. There's trivia. That was a long-winded no. question, but. It's all good. I think you batted. I well, did. Not quite okay. a thousand, but pretty close. Yeah, I, uh, I missed several missed of the losers. The NFC South, which was a tough one because three teams were tied at 7-10. and 10, I missed the and Broncos. And the AFC West because of the Broncos. Yeah, I didn't even think about the Broncos, which makes sense because they were horrible. Pretty so. bad. All right. Shall we get Boom. to Mount Rushmore? Let's move into Mount uh, Rushmore. Fast food. Let's do this. So before, how are we defining fast food? That's a question I had, too, because one of my honorable mentions is an honorable mention because I think it fit more into, like, the casual. Okay. Fast casual restaurant. Yeah. I, I have. Yeah. I have a fast casual on my list of places to choose from. I think those are acceptable. Okay, let me pull up the list again, just to make sure I'm not... Because I think I counted out a lot of fast casuals. Because there, there's one... Well, my, the vast majority of mine have a drive through So that's kind of where my mind was going. And so if we're allowing casual places as well, like fast casual, then I might sprinkle in one or two. Okay. If we're doing fast casual, I'm going to do my first pick, fast casual. That's fine. All right. Let's, okay. We'll allow fast casual. Okay. Pulling up the list here. Making sure I'm not forgetting any now. You're good. Do you want right. me? Right, you going you go first ahead. or am I going first? Well, since you've kind of given the hint that your number one is going to be a fast casual, I'm mine is not a fast casual at number one. So I feel like I won't step on your toes by going first. Okay, I'll, I'll throw out my first pick. With my first pick, I'm going to go Five Guys. Really? I, As your first pick? Oh, yeah. Interesting. I used to think it was incredibly overrated and overpriced, but recently, I'd say the past year, the burger is incredible. Their Cajun fries, wonderful. The milkshakes, I used to not like them. They are delicious. Everything about Five Guys, wonderful. That's it's not it's not a bad I like Five Guys I do. Do you get Cajun just, fries or regular fries? Well, I haven't had it in since college. Interesting. Uh, I mean, we have a Five Guys here. Honestly, it's pretty close. It's on my side of Bowling Green, but I just never go there. And I think it's because yes, it's good, but after I finish eating it, I just feel like a million pounds. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> so. feel rough. After yeah, a, it's, 
Because, I mean, they hand you that bag, and it's just all the grease stains that are seeping through the bag. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, my gosh. This is probably the worst thing for my body, but it's so good. You are absolutely correct. When you eat Five Guys, you're going to feel awful after. I actually had Five Guys as one of my honorable mentions, because I do like it when I eat it. I just don't eat it very often. So I, that's not a bad pick. I, I could get it once a month. Oh, I can't even do that. I think it, it's just it's just really heavy. But you I'm order not, a burger I'm not trying to I'm patties. not trying to talk down your pick though. I, I I a Five Guys burger is so good. So I, I respect it. I respect it. Appreciated. Well, thank goodness you left this on the board for me because my one one is Taco Bell. I was. I had to bite my tongue. I was like, can I guess your first pick? Oh, it's it's easily Taco Bell. I will eat anything on the menu. You're a fiend. I am Bell. a fiend, man. It it's it's one of those places where if it just essentially checks a bunch of boxes. If you're trying to if you're balling on a budget, their value menu is insane. Like I I get like a spicy potato soft taco with a griller chipotle chicken and i mean you can get a full meal for like four bucks oh yeah okay give us your your quintessential taco bell order if if it's just like a normal day yes or uh, so okay okay so because i have i have different orders for different different situations let's say we after we finish recording this pod you're like i'm kind of hungry i'm gonna go to taco bell what are you getting Okay, so if I'm going to Taco Bell and I'm bringing it back home, my order is I will get a uh, beefy five-layer burrito. Good choice. Okay, with a Doritos Locos Taco Supreme. What's the Supreme? The Supreme adds sour cream, lettuce, tomato, cheese. Pretty much it gives it the fixins. Fixins? Yeah. The Taco Bell fixins. Right. And then I'll kind of fluctuate between two items. I'll either supplement those two with a chicken quesadilla, or I'm not going to lie, I will supplement it with a cheesy gordita crunch. Delicious. Really good. So chicken quesadilla, do you get it with like the Cajun, or not the Cajun, the uh, chipotle sauce? Yes. I have for years, probably like four years, I've been getting it without the the sauce. See, I love the sauce. I feel like they're pretty inconsistent with the ratio. Like sometimes well, they sure. drizzle it, and sometimes it's dumped in there. Right, but I, I also going back to my order. I have a separate order if I'm eating it in the car while I'm okay. driving. So like travel friendly. Yes. What's so that if one? I'm if I'm eating it in the car because I can't really get a beefy five layer because there there is so much within the burrito. That it's just gonna inevitably uh, cause a mess when I try to eat it. Yes, because at some point, like as you take a bite out of it, just a ton of cheese comes out the other side. Correct. And so what I'll do is I'll get if I'm driving, I'll get a spicy potato soft taco because you can actually it's pretty mess. Add I don't even know how to say it. it it's not as easy to create a mess with the tacos as it is with a burrito in my opinion i know that sounds super backwards pretty still but you can always 
you can wrap the end of a taco, and if you get a spicy potato soft taco, the potatoes won't cause as much of a mess if you drop one as opposed to ground beef. Does that make sense? The ground beef goes everywhere. I feel I like with tacos, I almost always end up kind of folding it into, like, the bottom end into a burrito and leave yes. the top open. Yes. And I'll also, while I'm driving, a quesadilla is pretty safe driving-wise. Unless they don't cut through it all the way. That's true, and then it gets a little hairy. Um, but and then also, I say it's probably safe. I'll get the Chipotle chicken griller on the value menu because it's like – it's still a burrito, but they don't just overstuff it like they do a beefy five layer. I don't think I've had that one. It's pretty good. Um, How do you feel about the nacho cheese fries? I love them. They're so trashy and they're so delicious. They're so good. They're so good, man. Uh, I love mm. that concession stand nacho cheese sauce that they give you. And it's literally just French fries with Doritos dust sprinkled on them. So, and it's... And it's At, amazing. When those first came out, I was like, this is gross. And then I came back to it like a year later. Like, uh, this is, this is awesome. <laughs> That's a great pick. I, I had that as my number two pick. Um, knowing that it probably wasn't going to last. It wasn't going to last that long. Come on, dude. It wasn't going to get there. I thought about throwing a wrench and just picking it first. No. Calling it fast casual and then picking no. it first. <laughs> to throw me off the scent, no shot. All right, man. What's your, what's your number two? What, what's your number two? So my number two, I'm kind of sliding my list down because Five Guys was an honorable mention because I was, wasn't sure oh. if it could be in there. Okay. Uh, but my number two, I'm going to go with Portillo's, which we don't I have one here. you put Portillo's on here. I knew it. And that's another one. This one was in my honorable mentions as well because it's kind of a fast casual, but oh my gosh. They just, everything about, well, the fries are pretty basic, but everything else on the menu is incredible enough that it just carries the weight. And like for dessert, you can get a chocolate cake milkshake where they literally blend in a slice of chocolate cake into this milkshake. So, so there's chunks of it and you can get your entire, I guess technically they are a hot dog place, but I usually do, um, let's see, what is it called? They basically maybe shaved beef, but they put the entire thing, and you can get it dipped in yeah azu. Yeah, we have a place here that does that. It's called Gino's Italian, Italian Deli. Dipped yeah. in azu, just incredible. Yeah, I've had I've been to Portillo's I think twice, mm. and I've gotten like the Chicago dog, which was pretty good. Let's see. Looking at the I have their menu pulled up now. Looking at the Chicago dog. Okay, maybe this the location I pulled up doesn't have it. What's on the Chicago dog? It's like it's a bunch of onions and um like tomato and God, I forgot. It's like your standard Chicago dog. It's a just look up at what a Chicago style hot dog is. What is a Chicago-style <laughs> hot dog? A lot of them have, like, a giant pickle. Yes. Okay. I mean, it looks pretty good. And I feel like a lot of them have, what is that, poppy seed bun? 
maybe. Or maybe that maybe that's just an embellishment. You say, you're saying the menu at, you're looking at for Portillo's doesn't have it? It was... I feel like that's their staple. Well, they have a bunch of locations, and I think I, the one I pulled up was Florida. Let me look again. Uh, one of those fake Portillo's. Florida doesn't do it how they do up here. <laughs> okay. I, I knew you were going to say Portillo's, because you definitely have an affinity for them. I think it's similar to Yingling. Like whenever they didn't have Yingling in Kentucky, yeah, I loved it because you couldn't get it all the time. Right. And as soon as they made Yingling available in Kentucky, I feel like I started to like it a lot less just because I could go to any store and get it. And I think Portillo's is like that because I'm not able to get it all the time. Right. I, it just it made well, so that image in my head. I don't. I don't want to. T- I don't want to taint your list. But you bringing that up made me think about um, we just got – well, not just got. We recently got a Canes down here in Bowling Green. Do not do and, this. Well, listen, I think Canes is fine. But whenever it first popped up here in Bowling Green, you would have thought it was the best – restaurant within a 50 mile radius with how packed it was and everybody's like oh my gosh like it's it's so good it's so good it's so good and i i think canes is fine but i also grew up with canes essentially you know we had a canes right next to our high school and i would go there fairly often and so i guess i'm just kind of burnt out on it and so whenever it came down here People just weren't used to it, and so it's like the next new thing for them. And so they have like this inflated uh, view of the quality. I'm gonna give. Uh, I know you haven't given your second pick. I'm gonna go ahead and give my fourth pick. What? No, don't go out. You haven't even given your third pick. I know. No, I'm, it's fine if you have canes. I'm not. I'm not here to trash canes. But let let me give my second pick. Don't don't go out of order. It's fine. Well, let me guess what your second pick is and then go trash All right. it. All right. Guess what it is. Um, your second pick, you went Taco Bell. Yeah. Um, Jersey Mike's? No. My second pick, pick is uh, Cookout. I hate you. Is that hate you in a good way or a bad way? Um, my second pick was Taco Bell. And if it wasn't going to be Taco Bell, it was going to be Cookout. Mmm. Beating you to the punch. That's okay. I got. I have people on the roster. I can. I can throw. Oh, in okay. Here. I gotcha. Cookout's amazing for it many is. different reasons. The fact that you their standard meal, their trays, you can pick a main course of like a double cheeseburger, and then your two side items can be a quesadilla. You can get two quesadillas. Yeah, you can get two quesadillas. You can get a quesadilla and onion rings. You can get um, – they have these chicken bacon wraps. They have chicken nuggets as a side. It's just – it's so out there. Whenever I first went to cookout in college, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> you, know, just, you can get a ton of food, and it's pretty cheap. Yes. And, and honestly, the, the milkshake is not bad. No. Honestly, their burger – 
is one of my favorite burgers because it, it this always sounds so dumb because the restaurant is called Cookout, but it their burgers taste like a burger that you would get at like a family cookout. Yes. Like it doesn't wrap feel it like in a, aluminum foil, you know, and they they stick it in the tray and then you 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 get you bring it home even if it's been sitting in there for 20 minutes. You open up the foil and the burger is still piping hot. Yes. And it doesn't feel or taste like a burger that's been frozen, which I'm sure it probably is. Oh, it definitely has. But it it just tastes like a burger that you would go to the store and buy and cook on your grill. Also, do not sleep on cookout sauce. Cookout sauce um, is cookout sauce. a I'm not I'm not quite ready to put it in the goat tier of sauce, but it's up there. Up there with the yum It yum. is yes, it is one of my favorite fast food sauces. The but, uh Uh-oh. And we're back. And we're back. We had another dog episode. <laughs> with with Cookout, their variety of milkshakes is oh, it's insane, astounding. I think I, I I could be way wrong, but they at least have thirty flavors, and they're all well. I, I haven't tried them all. I pretty much stick with the I think the orange creamsicle. Oh yeah. Mm. We uh, whenever we play a community band on Monday nights, that's always our uh, post community band dinner. Is we'll go through cookout since it's right next to campus. That's another one that, well, honestly, cookout might be one of the only fast food places that when you eat it, you finish up and you're like, okay, I'm like full. Yeah, like you might not finish it. No, it, it's it's so good. It's so good. So sorry for stealing another one of yours, Taylor. Hey, but, uh, cookout's my number two. That's why we we bring a list in. I'm feeling pretty confident with my number one and number two being Taco Bell and Cookout. I feel good about mine, which I I feel bad because your first two were like definitely fast food, and my first two were both fast casual. <laughs> but it's to fine. be fair, I started out. When we were going into the Mount Rushmore, I started out with those as honorable mentions. Sure. And as soon as I found out Fast Casual was on the table, I bumped it up. Right. Okay, my number three, I am going to go with Canes. Okay. Now that you have slandered it. um, I worked at Canes in college, and... The first, I think, two weeks that I worked there, I'm guessing I worked 10 days, like Monday through Friday, and I had canes 10 times. Oh, my gosh. And after that, I could not eat it for probably legitimately three years. But before I did that, it was just this, like, mythical meal. It was just, it's like, oh, we're going to canes? Can I get a Caniac, no slaw, extra fries, or extra toast, and an extra cane sauce? That order has now changed. I don't know how I ate an entire Caniac, but ideal order at Cane's right now. Can I get a box combo, no slaw, extra fries, and can I get an extra cane sauce? And usually I'll do either a Diet Coke or an unsweet tea. Okay. And it's just going through the, the 
big thing is everyone says their chicken is not that good. And I would agree it's not, like, world-changing. Right. But when you let it cool down a little bit, because they send it out piping hot every time. Whenever you let it cool down a little bit, so usually I eat some fries first, let the chicken cool down. Once you dip it in the sauce, I could care less about the chicken. <laughs> and then finishing off, I usually – so I eat a bunch of fries first, dipping them all in cane sauce, eat the chicken, and then I go back and forth until I finish the fries and chicken, and then I finish the toast last. So it's the very last thing I eat. Um, have you ever had – I'm all over the place right now. I can acknowledge that. Have you ever had – their toast butter on both sides? No. It is. It makes you feel exponentially worse about what you're eating. But if you order your toast bob or butter on both sides, it is, I would recommend it. Not if you're trying to get healthy, but I would recommend it. I, I think I think Cane's is fine. That I'm sounds not... a lot different than what you said. Well, no, that's actually the same tone. You're right. Yeah, no, I think it's fine. You know, I I will I will eat canes and enjoy it. That is not what I'm trying to say. I I think I also feel the same way about Chick-fil-A. So when you're going through the best sauces in the game, canes is number 1. It's pretty good. I mean, and I I would challenge you to find a better sauce than cane sauce. It's just, I think, like, the actual overall quality of the food is not, I mean, it's still good, but it's not, like, crazy good. And it shouldn't be crazy good because it's, it's fast food, let's be honest. But the sauce debate? Hold on, you finish your thought. I'll come back to the sauce debate. No, I mean, I, I like Cane's, but I think by far the best aspect of Cane's is the sauce. And I just don't think the chicken is even... I think the chicken is very middle of the pack in terms of fast food chicken. But that's that's really all I had to say. Um This is two times you've slandered Canes, but we'll move on from it. Um it, it, it's not it's not total slander. I still enjoy Canes. And then I just, just don't think it's the, Mount it is. I don't I think it's it. Mount Rushmore worthy. Well, good thing we have different Mount Rushmore. Uh, no, that's totally fine. I respect your opinion. You know what? Next time I see you, let's go to Cane's together. I will. No, because I know you're going to be – I'm going to be enjoying my meal, and when I look no. across at you, no. I just know you're going to be like, this is awful. No, that's I, – I have never said Cane's is awful. You're going to ruin my experience. I think it's – listen, I think it's good. I think it's a good fast food place. And here comes the slander, but – But it's not Mount Rushmore see, worthy. <laughs> I know how this goes now. You're like – I like canes, but it's kind of I the do. worst thing I've ever tasted in my mouth ever. No. Anyways, moving on. Yeah. Is it my pick or your pick? It's my pick. It's my number three. Since you just did your number three. I'm sure it's going to be trash. I'm sorry. Uh, My number three. <laughs> I don't know if I should go for because I have I have a fast food place on here, but it's not local. And so I don't know. You know what? I'm just gonna say it. Yeah. Um, my number three is In and Out. That's a great pick. Yeah, I. Every time I've had In and Out, which I mean, it's it's not often because I'm not on the West Coast a ton. Yeah. Um, even though In and Out is creeping this way. Thank goodness. I think I think In and Out they just announced that they're Eastern 
you know, half of the United States headquarters is going to be in, I think it's Franklin, Tennessee, which is like an, an hour and a half away from me. That's good news. So anyway, it's just every time I have an In-N-Out burger, it's really good in terms of fast food burgers. And their fries are good, especially if you get them animal style. And yeah, I mean, I really don't know what what more I can say about it, but I've had an In-N-Out like probably five times in my life, and I enjoyed it all five times immensely. I mean, it's so. a great pick. I do think it falls a little bit into the same categories like Portillo's Yingling, where we don't get it all the time. Yes. But because I think the it's basically a nicer version. In my head, I view it as a nicer version of like McDonald's. And the fries, I, I think, are like a slightly worse version of maybe like Steak and Shake. I don't know, know if you share that sentiment. Yeah, I'm kind of sidetracking. Um, you know what establishment that's kind of like in and out that I don't like? What I mean, kind of like in and out. Yes, I I think Whataburger is super overrated. I super. I have mixed feelings about Whataburger because I've had it sometimes. Like their honey butter chicken biscuit is a flavor that I don't think we can really get necessarily here. So I do like that. And the burger really just I mean it's for me it's in the same kind of area probably as like a Wendy's. Um but the yeah, fries, I think I think Whataburger is like just a step up from Burger King, to be honest. Burger King, growing up, I did not love Burger King. Burger King has been just rising up the list for me recently. I I think they've stepped up their game because they realized how far behind they were falling in they terms of the fast food wars. Their Impossible but, Whopper, pretty yes. delicious. Yes. So. But anyway, so yeah, In and Out is my number three. Good pick. When we were in Vegas, uh, there was an In and Out pretty close to our hotel, and we were basically like on the stri- the strip in Vegas. And I think maybe we were there for like four days, and I had In and Out three times. Shoo! There's nothing wrong with that. You gotta. I mean, you're there, so you might yeah. as well get it. It was funny because like, oh, do you want to go eat at a nice restaurant? It's like, well, no, I'm gonna go to In and Out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, my final pick. Yep. I I'm curious what your reaction to this one is going to be. My okay. final pick is going to be McDonald's. And I just because fine. it is old reliable. Yes. I I love McDonald's. There's nothing wrong with that pick. It was on my list. <laughs> so, okay. Was that your last pick? Yes. Oh, okay. I'm glad yeah, I, yeah, I you got stole that one. one from me. Yeah. My Dang. only qualm is Whenever I go through and I want to get ice cream, because they have some of my favorite ice cream. Like I, I think their soft serve is incredible. But it's obviously you're asking a question when you say, can I get an ice cream? But it's almost like you're asking a double question where you're like, can I get an ice cream? Yeah. Is it working? Every Dang, single dude. time. Dang. I love a good McFlurry, man. Dang. And the, the chocolate sundaes are even good. They had, I, I went through McDonald's the other day and they brought back, it's, I don't know if you've ever had it. It's called the Daily Double. Have Daily you ever had double. that before? It's a double cheeseburger, but they put like lettuce and tomato and mayonnaise okay. and onion on it. Like they essentially just fix it up a little more. Yeah. So it was so good. <laughs> Which, hold on. What so is your go-to good. order? Is that, well, is that your go-to order? 
so my go-to order, my go-to order is a little weird. Um, I actually, I'll go through and I'll get a double cheeseburger mm-hmm. and I'll get a McChicken, but no oh, fries. Oh, Lord. Do you put them on I top of each other? No, 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 no. I eat them separately. I just, I don't get any fries with it. Um, that evens it out a little bit. I, cause every time I, I'll go through McDonald's and I'll just get one of their standard meals, which is a, you know, a burger and fries and I'm always hungry afterwards. But I found that if I just get a double cheeseburger and a McChicken, but I don't get any fries, it's essentially the same amount of calories for you. But I also feel a little bit more filling. Yeah, more full when I'm done. My go-to so. order is the two cheeseburger meal, which I forget I what number great. it is because I think they it's number six in the past year. It used to be number two, I think. Uh, well, maybe but that one. Double cheese or not double cheeseburger meal. Two cheeseburger meal. Two cheeseburger. Medium with a diet coke and get some sweet and sour to dip the cheeseburgers. Ooh, in. Dip the cheese. I was about to ask you dip your cheeseburgers in sweet yes. and sour. Yes, it's They're, so good. I think they have the best sweet and sour sauce. At least. Oh, they opinion. definitely do. They definitely do. I don't know how they. I think I got a sweet and sour. Where was? I think it might have been from Wendy's, and it it's just weird. was not even close. Because everyone else's sweet and sour is like purple. Yes. It's just, it's not the same. And I, maybe, honestly, McDonald's, it might not even be sweet and sour. Like, right. As, as far as the actual flavor, but it's, it is delicious. If you haven't tried, uh, McDonald's sweet and sour, absolutely get it. The fries dipped in it as well is delicious. Yeah. I, I think McDonald's is a fine pick for a Mount Rushmore fast food. I have I was, it on my Mount Rushmore. I was so. curious if that if you were going to be on the same boat if you're like, "What?" <laughs> well, now I'm scrambling. All right. All right, here's all right, here's my last pick. And it's going to be Dairy Queen, actually. Interesting. Yes. I'm a huge Dairy Queen guy. And I just I don't know particularly why. I think it's because their menu is covers a lot of bases. Like you can get chili dogs, you can get uh chicken strips that you can dip in gravy. I you know I love the gravy. It's um and also their burgers are huge. I don't I know if you've gotten know the- one recently. It's probably been 10 years since I've gotten a burger from But Dairy essentially, Queen. if you get a burger meal, they hand you it's a it, it's a box and you open it up and the the burgers are the biggest in the fast food game by far. I need yeah. to give that a chance. Every the past decade, the only thing I've gotten from there besides ice cream has probably been right. the chicken tender meal. Well, and then you also you you mentioned it, you throw in their blizzard menu, mm. which is nuts. What's your your top pick as far as a blizzard. I'm I'm pretty basic. Uh I will always do like a cookies and cream. Solid. I'm, yeah. But they actually and I, I don't even particularly like these bars, but they have a Heath blizzard that oh, is that really bar? good. A Heath bar is like a chocolate caramel, I think. Um it's not the oh, most it's popular. A, it's a toffee candy bar. Yeah, something interesting. Like that. So it shows you how many how many times I've eaten a Heath bar before. But I'll get the Blizzard by gummy, by gummy, by gummy. But I love their um, Oreo. Give you should give Dairy Queen another shot. 
I'll try a burger. I mean, I really haven't had a burger from there. Well, no, because, you know, whenever you're driving and you're, you know, driving down, you know, a strip and you're looking at all the fast food places, it's probably not going to jump to the top of your list. But, I mean, you kind of get a ton of bang for your buck there. I mean, I cannot, you know, undersell, like, how big their burgers are. I'll I'll and try a burger because they're I, so big I that I can't burgers. I cannot drive down the road eating one. You know, McDonald's are super easy to eat on the road. Oh yeah, Dairy Queen, no shot, no one, shot. One qualm about Dairy Queen, I feel like they are one of the in this specific category. So just absolutely just pinpointing this fresh, consistently freshness of the fries. I feel like they're pretty low on that list. Yeah, their fries aren't the greatest. I'll get, I feel like I'll they could be fine. I just feel like they're probably one that, like, more times than not, you're going to go through and you're going to get fries that have obviously been under a heat lamp for a little bit. Yeah. Nothing will ever top McDonald's fries. I know. They're so good. They're so good. And you get the <laughs> the one, like, like employee who just drains them in salt. Yeah. Like, thank you for your service. Thank you. You're, <laughs> you're a real one. But... So what 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 were yeah what were your ones that you didn't mention? So the ones Just that I didn't mention, them. my honorable mentions: Sonic, Chipotle, Popeyes, and I would probably honestly add Qdoba specifically for their queso. I had Popeyes on my. I was debating between Popeyes and Dairy Queen because I think Popeyes chicken sandwich is that good. Let me ask you a question: Have you had anything else at Popeyes besides the chicken sandwich? Uh yes, we actually had a Popeyes on campus when I went to SAU. Yes. Popeyes yeah. was on my honorable mention and the, the only thing I've ever had from there <laughs> is the chicken sandwich. Well, and so they actually just came out with a new fish sandwich. Mm. So if you like fried fish and tartar sauce, um apparently it's like the best in the game right now. What flavor follow- profile is tartar sauce? Um it's a pickle mayo type sauce i, love I don't tartar think sauce. i don't think i've ever had tartar sauce you have to i, I come on anytime it usually you, you eat it with seafood. fish right yeah well see that's i don't like seafood well i don't like seafood either but i love tartar sauce but <laughs> the math isn't mathing right the now. math ain't mathing i'm no mathematician <laughs> but the math ain't mathing uh, uh what were your honorable honorable mentions so i had popeyes a sneaky pick is Fazoli's for me. I feel weird about that one. I is it is it you or Catherine that likes Fazoli's? Am I making this up? Uh, Catherine likes it a lot. I feel I like, like we've had this conversation before, and for some reason, I wasn't I getting much support from you, but she was supporting me a hundred percent. I will say their breadsticks. Like if I go to, I wish I could go to Olive Garden. And just, like, bring a pack of Fazoli's breadsticks with me. Yeah. Because that's, that's – so they're just drenched in everything. The – I just feel like I always – and maybe this is my fault because every time I go to Fazoli's, I get the fettuccine. And every single time, I'm like, I don't like this. This they're, tastes they're bland. It's not really right. Good. And also every single time I go really back, good. I think I – maybe I just need to try something else. But I just keep doing the exact same thing, getting the exact same order. It's the definition of insanity, man. And Fazoli's is doing it to me. Um, I also had Jersey Mike's on there. I think I maybe have had Jersey Mike's 
twice in my life. Yeah, but uh, uh, it's not, you know, we only have one here, you know, so it's just. Wait, really? Oh, in. And Bowling Green, yeah. Okay. And so, um, it, it, of the sub places, Jersey Mike's is the best, in my opinion. But I would throw, I think I currently have Penn Station above them, but I think it's because I haven't had. Yeah, I haven't had, I haven't had Penn Station since high school. So I, I, the fries I mean, are you good. could be, you could be right. I have no idea. I can't even, you know, picture the last time I've eaten a Penn Station sub though. We have one at the end of our street. So yeah, see, that'll do factor. it. See, I have a Jersey Mike's next to my office. So that's why. <laughs> Proximity bias. Proximity. How do we feel about Skyline and Gold Star? Eh, it, it's fine. I, I like both, but they're not Mount Rushmore. I think I'm going to throw – I'm just going to lump them in together. I'm going to throw Gold Star, Skyline. I do love a good cone eat, though. Whew. Load just it a, up. Load it up. Just a pile of cheese. I want everything you can put on the coney. On the coney. And it's funny. It's almost like when you, okay, when you eat the coney, you take the first bite and the bottom, like where the, the hot dog is kind of resting, honestly, yeah. it becomes a little soggy. So the hot dog almost falls out. You could almost get rid of the hot dog and it wouldn't even matter. Like oh, if the hot dog fell to sure. the bottom of the bun, there's enough sustenance there where it wouldn't, it could care less. Oh, for sure. For sure. I'm going to be honest. Every single restaurant we've talked about, like, as soon as we're done recording here, I'm going to go I'm get hungry. some. <laughs> well, yeah, we, we we need to wrap this up because I am going to a soccer match tonight. So. How's the weather looking? It's looking cold. <laughs> so it's looking cold. But it's 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 usually a good time. This is only the second match I've ever been to. And the first one I went to... I'm having bad luck. Um, there was like a three-hour rain delay. Ooh. And so we were literally just all huddled in the stadium together. It was a cold, wild time. It was a wild time. It wasn't cold then. It was just wet because it was in the summer. But is anyways, this a, so that's what I'm doing tonight. So I'm, Is it going to be cold enough for like a double pants situation? No, 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 no. It'll be like 50, but there's no sun. It's a night game. Okay, that's not bad. No, it's not too bad. So I'm wearing, you know, I'm wearing joggers and sneakers, and then I'm wearing, you know, a quarter zip with a jacket over top. Oh, that should be fine. Yeah, no, it it won't be too bad. So it should all be good, but I think this was a successful episode. Absolutely. I like Uh, talking about food. you made it all the way. I know. It's so easy to talk about food. It's easy to talk about food. So If you made it all the way through the episode... We appreciate you listening. Sticking uh, with us. Yes. We took some time off. We were in the lab working yeah. hard. Not. Also, not, reminder not that if this episode sounds choppy, it's because I had to edit out um, some dogs barking. So just keep that in mind. N- not naming the dogs. I am I am using a free online MP3 editor, so it, it's not the best. So bear with me. We found it while we were in the lab. That's <laughs> weird. Just let us cook. Let us let. Cook. This was our our episode after letting us cook, so it had to be better. Had to. Oh my gosh! All right, and shall we sing it? Yeah, let's do it. <clears throat>
so good that was so good we're so good have a good week bye